This is the Marquette Hilltoppers football pregame show on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back to the Hilltopper pregame show here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. I'm Evan Wittalis, and I'm now joined for my coach's interview with Coach Keith Kostinski, the head football coach for Marquette High School and coach. Got another victory in level two of the playoffs, going into level three now before we go into talk about the level three action. Got a victory last week over Bayport, 42 to 15. And it was a very impressive win where you pretty much won with the trenches. That was a big one, Evan, I'll tell you. And uh, it was really uh, great to see. Um, uh, it, it, as you said, it was a battle in the trenches. I mean, there was a lot going on in there and it was a physical battle. I mean, they are a very strong team and we feel we're a very physical, strong team. And, um, you know, it, it was just so encouraging to see, uh, at the end of the third quarter and most of the fourth quarter that, uh, we just took over the game. Our offensive line just put their shoulders down and Tommy Novotny ran right behind them. And, uh, it was just great to see that, uh, especially against a quality team, uh, like Bayport, uh, it was great to see our offense really respond uh, and uh, and drive that football down and put it in the end zone. Yeah, you mentioned Tommy. He ended the game with 141 yards on 36 carries and 17 of them coming on that, that drive that you were talking about uh, end of the third quarter, most of the fourth quarter. And he didn't play in level one and – Definitely showed he was ready to go on that on that most of the game, but especially that series. It's just amazing. Uh, Tommy's just an amazing kid. Uh, you know, had you seen him walking earlier in the week, you probably wouldn't have believed that he was even going to play in the game. Uh, but he's just a, such a physically tough and mentally tough young man uh, to be able to go in there, kind of shake off a, a hyperextended knee and do what he did was just a, a tribute to him. And switch to your uh, your defense. And I didn't see who recovered the fumble, but the game was 28-15. They just got a good field position off of a partially blocked punt. And you get a turnover, get the football, and that was pretty much it right there. Great stand by your defense there. And then you add one. Malik Lee just took the ball away from, the, I believe, the quarterback and took it into score. They really stepped up big when they had to after it looked like Bayport was starting to uh, get something cooking a little bit. Yeah, no, uh, they they were. And we knew, you know, I told the kids going in uh, that they were going to score, uh, that they were a quality team, that we needed to prepare for a close game uh, just in studying them on film and so forth. And, and we did have some big plays uh, near the end. So Ryan Tomlinson, uh, was able to cause that fumble, and Evan Meyer recovered it. And then, as you said, uh, the icing on the cake was Malik Lee just uh, taking the ball away from their runner when, you know, kind of took the last gasp out of them and, and running it back for close to 30 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, I do apologize to Malik Lee. I thought it was uh, Nick that had the ball at first. And then I'm like, oh, never mind, it's Malik. And that's the second time he's done that this season. He did it. I think uh, not final week of the season. I think the week before that, kind of similar thing, just took the ball away from the quarterback or the runner and just took it in. So great way to finish off this uh, game last week in level two. Now we're at level three action against Fond du Lac, who started the year kind of slow and I think 0-4 was their, they started out, and now they finished the year 
of getting the six and five, finishing four and three in the conference. So they're a team that seems to be clicking at the, I guess, the right time. What can you tell me about Fond du Lac? Well, they're one of the hotter teams in the state. And I, I told our players if they were even thinking about looking past them, that's going to be a huge mistake. Um, if you look at the the games that they lost, certainly the first two, that's a long time ago against two very quality opponents in Sussex, Hamilton, and Franklin. But if you look at the, the other games that they lost, they were very, very close games. The other three, um, one was a one-point game where they lost to Kimberly. Uh, another one was a seven point game that they lost to, to Nina. Uh, and they, they ended up actually, uh, beating Kokona, uh, a good Kokona team. So they've been in, they've been in a lot of close games. Uh, we knew that, uh, you, you know, records are going to go out the window because they've been so hot. Uh, if you look at their last eight games or so. You know, I, I think they're probably six and two in their last eight games. So they're they're a quality outfit. Uh, they know where the weight room is, uh, and and fortunately, so do we. So it's going to be another physical battle. You know what? Um, what is Fond du Lac looking at them on film? What do they? You know, I guess what do they like to do offensively? Um, looks like they a little more balanced than what you saw last week. But what do they like to do offensively that you got to be ready for? <laughs> I think at the heart of it, they're a running outfit. And so they want to run the ball. They want power run. They're very similar to a lot of the Fox Valley Association schools and Bayport for that matter. Uh, You know, if one hat's good, five are better. So they want to try to get a lot of hats to the ball. They want to try to run it down your throat. Uh, You're right. They will spread it out periodically and throw the ball maybe a little bit more than Bayport. And so uh, we've been preparing all week for, you know, both the run and the throw. But, I, you know, like I said, at, at the heart of it, I think that they want to be able to run the ball. Well, it looks like you got a little bit of work in uh, this week in the snow, probably a different envir- element and environment to get some practice in, right? Yeah, it can be a little uh, double-edged sword for the coach, you know. The, the coach wants to get all the work done, and the kids want to play a little bit out in the snow. So I just had to bite my tongue a little bit, let them have a little bit of fun, and uh, we made it through that practice and, and got some things done you know, on Tuesday. And then we just had a very good practice today. Our field just melted in time for us to have practice. So um, I, I was throughout the day I was taking photos of it and sending it to my coaches as the field was in various stages of melting, uh, but by the time we got out there at 4.30 today, um, a good chunk of it was uh, melted, and then our kickers took care of the rest, a little bit of a shovel workout for them uh, and some other parts. Well, don't have to worry about it uh, Friday night with the snow. It should be much uh, more better weather, similar to what we've had, I believe, last week, so it should be a great night for football. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful night. We're really excited uh, quarterfinal football uh, against two quality opponents. What's not to like? Thank you, Coach. Best of luck to you uh, against Fond du Lac and look forward to talking to you after the game. Thank you very much, Evan. That was Coach Keith Kostinski, the head football coach for the Marquette Hilltoppers. When we come back, we'll take you home as we get closer to kickoff here on the Hilltopper pregame show on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. More of Marquette Hilltoppers football pregame show presented by Gruber Law Offices returns next.